0: Welcome to the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And our only time this year that we will focus our late pick four analysis on Thistledowns up in Cleveland, because it is Ohio Derby Day, and that is the end of an all-stakes pick four that starts in race nine. So Jim, let's jump in there with the Cleveland Gold Cup. These first two are Ohio bred stakes. This is for three-year-olds at a mile and an eighth. Uh, Who did you land on in the Cleveland Gold Cup?
1: It was kind of hard to figure this one out because the better better horses are coming off a turf effort last time out. Nobody's run a mile and an eighth that I could find in the VPs. So it's a little bit of a crapshoot. I went ahead and and took fair and square on top for Tim Ham. Uh, Could be the long speed in here. I did stretch um, him out to a mile of sixteenth last time in the turf race, the green carpet, which a lot of these horses came out of, and uh, held his held his speed pretty well. and I only got beat you know two and three quarters to Trojan tail, who's another horse that I'm going to use in here, but I'm just thinking that this race, there's not much other speed in here, so uh, he may be able to set a slow pace and and take him a long way. so I'm gonna take fair and square on top. But also, use Trojan Tail coming out of the same race, uh, who actually won that race by two and three quarters. Uh, that was a first turf effort. Now they take him back to the dirt, um, after uh, you know only going a mile and sixteenth, so stretching out again to a mile and eight. So there's question marks there, but it's a mike maker. And Farron Peterson rides this one, and actually, Farron Peterson for Bike Maker is six for 11, 55 percent. So, uh, she's been very good for Mic Maker, uh, and including the last two on this horse. So Trojan tail is almost my co top choice with fair and square. I also gonna use Hey Eugene uh, did not fare as well in his turf debut last time out at Belmont, but ran two really good races at Oaklawn. I uh, only almost broke his maiden first time out and it did break the maiden second time out with 78 buyers. So Hey Eugene, the other Mike Maker and Loveberry rides that one for him. So I'm going to stop there on those three, um, a little bit of a crapshoot, but uh, I feel pretty good in my selections there. Getting into the pick four through those top
0: three. Yeah, I ended up on the same horse you did, fair and square, uh, for the same reasons. And I had written down controlling speed, potentially. Two for two at Thistle Downs as well, which doesn't hurt. Third start off the layoff, second time, two turns. Those two things could produce an improved effort, so like Tim Ham as a trainer, so fair and square for me. And then I'm going to use the two Mike Maker horses um, with that horse in exactas, and use all three in the pick four. Trojan Tail and then uh, Hey Eugene with the uh, 78 buyer and the maiden win. Both trained uh, Trojan Tail and uh, Hey Eugene, both trained by Mike Maker. So that's the three that I will use in the Cleveland Gold Cup. The next race is the George Lewis Memorial. Ohio Breds at a mile and a 16th. Three-year-olds and up. And I... Went deep in here. I ended up on Relish the Ride for the win pick. Just missed in this race last year. Uh, three of his six wins have come at Thistledowns, and his best speed figures have come at Thistledowns. And this is the third off the layoff for some top local connections. So I took Relish the Ride on top. Uh, Mobile Solution won this last year in the second uh, off a layoff. And so I, I think I've got to use him. Uh, Moster. Uh, no chance with that slow pace last time, but his previous effort from the 12-hole was good enough to be a player here. Uh, venture on. It's a top trainer-rider combo on this circuit. So I think I would just ignore the the slow buyer speed figure and give this one a chance. And then Danefield has three buyers of 70-plus uh, and had a troubled start last time, so you can forgive that effort. Not a great post position, but... Not a great field that he has to beat. So I'm going to go five deep in there with Relish the Ride on top. How about you?
1: I used a couple of horses that you did, but uh, I went with Big Truck, a horse that's coming off a, uh, a good effort. You mentioned third time off layoff. This is third time off layoff for Big Truck. And the horses won nine races, nine seconds, and three-thirds. So in the money, 21 out of 26 times, very, very good Ohio bred and has found his niche in these $75,000 stakes races. So I'm going to take uh, him on top. Uh, gonna use a couple others that you mentioned. Relish the ride and Moster, uh, underneath. Again, those horses have run right with Big Truck before and uh Moster uh coming off a couple races at Thistledown where he actually won a seventy five thousand dollar stakes race at six furlongs back on Derby Day. So gonna use that one. I'm gonna use Romantic Cowboy, <coughs> one you didn't mention. Had has has won three out of sixteen at Thistledown. Um uh, so it's just an old hard knocking seven year old gelding. So uh, going to give him a shot in here. And I'm going to throw in a uh, uh, Doctor Zarnett, the two horse, thirty to a uh, twenty to one morning line. Edgar Zayas takes this mount, uh, which is a move up from the apprentice last time out. And this horse kind of came alive last time. Uh, he's you know seven forty three lifetime Again, he's a six year old gelding. Uh, been knocking around these parts for a while and. Going to try him in a stakes race, and he's moving way up in class, but he, his last two races have been pretty good. He won with a 56 buyer at Thistle Down at uh, Six Furlongs and came back and uh, almost won at Belterra in an optional 12,000. So I'm going to put Dr. Zarnett in there as a long shot, but I'm going to go, I think, five deep in here to try to get through the second leg.
0: Third leg is the Lady Jacqueline for Phillies and Mayors, three and up at a mile and an eighth. This is a nice race. Who did you land on in here?
1: It is an almost uh, almost single interstate daydreams simply because of class uh, advantage in here. But she hasn't run at Thistledown. Um, she was all out to win the DuPont at Pimico, uh on Preakness Day or a Blackout Susan Day, I guess, and at 3-5. to five. And I was worried that day that she was going to get me because I think I had her single in a pick-4 or pick-5. Um, she's still going to be the favorite in here. I think 7-2 is going to be very generous if you can get that on her. But, uh uh, I, I don't think she's a slam dunk. I think Misty Vale, who ran behind her in DuPont, is getting better at the right time and ran some really good races at Oakland, followed that up with uh, a, an almost winning effort in, in DuPont at 21-1. to 1. And uh, if she moves forward, she's right there with Interstate Daydream. And then I'm also going to use uh, Leda Vida for uh, Ignacio Correas and Semino, one of my favorite combinations. And uh, this horse ran in the same race, uh got beat by a length. so they're all coming out of DuPont uh they're all moving forward Interstate Daydream has a class edge but I think those other two uh have a real shot and um those are the ones who have experience at a mile and an eight who had stakes experience last time out and that's the three I'm sticking with and I could make a case for all three of
0: them I'm going to use all three of them and also add 63 caliber but I took Misty Vale on top you mentioned the improvement uh, this horse I think is starting to find her best form now making, I think it's about the fifth start for maker. And we see this a lot of times with, uh, horses that come into maker's barn, either claims or private purchases where takes a few starts, he figures them out. And that 91 buyer last time was, uh, far and away the, the best that she's run in a long, long time. And I went back and watched the race and she was wide the whole way. Interstate daydream was broke, broke from the two hole. Got to be the controlling speed with slow fractions. Misty Vale was wide the whole way, made a run at her, and fought down to the wire and never never gave it up despite having uh, the, a disadvantageous trip, I thought. And I think her price might go up uh, given that uh, she's not coming out of as many stakes races as these others. So I think uh, I like Misty Vale a lot in there. Got to use Interstate Daydream, a lot of Vita, uh, was third in that uh, DuPont, and I'm like you, I like those connections too. And then 63 Caliber ran a 98 buyer last time on June the 3rd, and that was against another Brad Cox horse, Idiomatic, who uh, might be better than than these. And 63 Caliber ran her best race and uh, stayed on, fought hard to the wire, and so I've got to put her on my ticket as well for Tom Amos, so if she can run back to that 98. So I'm going to use all four of those on the pick four, but I like Misty Vale on top. And then uh, I think my best bet for the day is going to be to play her in a couple of doubles with the two I like in the Ohio Derby. I think one of these two wins it. I give the slight edge to two fills. Got two triple-digit buyers, so those superior numbers are superior. And he's one of two that's on, that's one at a mile and an eighth. And I think he could just have a class edge on these. Bishop's Bay, though with only three starts could still have a lot of improvement Was second to the Belmont winner has a strong workout pattern Cox picks his spots well so I think this one is certainly one that might have the the talent to be right up there with two fills at some point so I think those two one of those two wins this if you want to go deeper I'd look at Lord Miles because he's won at a mile and an eighth I think um and that was his best race at the longer distance but Uh, I just don't think he's as good as the other two. So I'm going to take two fills, a slight edge over Bishop's Bay, and then uh, just use those two in my pick four. How about you? I'm going to use the same two, but I'm going to flip them. Um,
1: I just think Bishop's Bay has more of an upside, only fourth lifetime start. The Peter Pan was a great race. I mean, he battled Archangelo right down the wire, got beat by a head, and Archangelo comes back and dominates the Belmont. Two fills, I think Ravelli. when two fills came out of the Derby, uh, after – you know, running so hard in the Je- Jeff Ruby stakes, you know, three weeks prior um, or five weeks prior and the risen star had, had a long campaign. I think he needed to rest after Derby. And that's why Ravelli didn't try him in the Belmont. I, I don't know if that's a plus or a minus. I, I think that you see a lot of these horses that go through a hard campaign in the three-year-old ranks, and in most days, He'd have a walk over here, but I think Bishop Bay is really tough. So I'm gonna take the two, but I'm going to take the better price and the horse with more upside for Brad Cox over your favorite there.
0: So pick four ticket. How did you put yours together?
1: All right, I've got a $45 ticket. Uh, two five six with two six seven eight nine with four five eight with three four. 45 bucks.
0: I have a $60 ticket. Two five six. With three, five, six, seven, ten, with four, five, six, eight, with three, four. So we have a, a lot of the uh, the same horses, and uh, if we can uh, catch a price somewhere along the way, this could uh, pay you know, decently. I think uh, nice card up at Thistle Downs on Saturday. Best of luck if you're playing there or somewhere else. Uh, Churchill meet down at Ellis is continuing. Uh, Belmont nearing. Uh, nearing the end of uh, their meet, as is uh, Churchill. So uh, good opportunities this weekend. Just make sure you have funds in your Keelan Select account. And we'll be back next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.